0: good morning, everybody. I hope that you're all doing well on this uh, beautiful fall Tuesday. My goodness, it looks nice out there. So there is an ongoing banter in my immediate family that's gone on for years of who in the family is the most crazy The kids sometimes jockey with each other for where they fall in the pecking order. Although I would say most of the time, my daughter Rose usually comes out on top as most normal. Sometimes my husband gets that position and other times he is mixed in with the kids over the years. But I am irrevocably in the same spot according to everyone in my family as hands down the most crazy person in the family. Now, this is a position that I vehemently fought for a very long time. I would say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not crazy. I'm totally normal. But my kids would counter with, mom, let's just start with the fact that you're a rabbi. You talk to God a lot. You put kale in your smoothies. You like to go on retreats for five days where you don't speak. You like to speed walk. Honestly, the list goes on and on. So I have finally thrown up my hands. And now when the conversation comes up in the family, I just lean into the crazy. I mean, Let's be honest, who wants to be normal? Normal is overrated. And I'm gonna tell you right now, normal is not even very Jewish, seriously. I mean that. I don't just mean that like Jews are all neurotic and crazy. I mean, it's just not a concept. Do you know what the Hebrew word for normal is? Normali. (laughs) The Hebrew word for normal is Normali. In other words, that word didn't exist in the Hebrew language. We had to borrow it. I'm not just talking about the fact that the word is not indigenous. The idea of a normal is not indigenous to the Jewish people. Instead, we have celebrated the fact that human beings come in infinite, colors and varieties and forms. We know that people think differently, thank goodness, and have different intelligences and different tastes and our bodies do different things. Even though Judaism believed in one God, we always acknowledge that other people had other religions and other faiths and we did not try to make everyone else like us. There is no normal. There's a myth of normal. Now, I wanna thank my Brain prickings blog, which I subscribe to, which I think is a brilliant blog if you guys all wanna get on it, um, for alerting me to Alan DeBotton's beautiful book, which is refuting the cultural tyranny that lifts up the myth of normalcy. His book is called The School of Life and Emotional Education. And I'm just gonna quote a little bit from him. Any idea of the normal currently in circulation is not an accurate map of what is customary for a human being to be. We are, each one of us, far more compulsive, anxious, sexual, tender, mean, generous, playful, thoughtful, dazed, And at sea, then we are encouraged to accept. Just gonna say that again, because I just think it's amazing. We are each of us far more compulsive, anxious, sexual, tender, mean, generous, playful, thoughtful, dazed and at sea, than we are encouraged to accept. Well, I love that confession. We've painted a picture of normal that doesn't match up with our interior lives or the lives of any human being. And then we start to feel insecure and vulnerable and yes, crazy for feeling all the feels and that this is somehow not normal, but it's the totally together, stable, unfailingly happy, skinny, perfect picture that is actually abnormal and not attainable. And yet this is the picture we get fed over and over again, especially through TV and print and social media And so we become suspicious of all the deep emotions we feel and the compulsions and the mood swings because no one shares that with each other. None of it is visible to the eye. Debotany continues and I'm quoting him. We simply cannot trust that sides of our deep selves will have counterparts in those we meet. And so we remain silent and shy struggling to believe that the imposing, competent strangers we encounter can have any of the vulnerabilities, perversions, and idiocies we're so intimately familiar with inside our own characters," end quote. Now, I think that one of the main roles of religion and Judaism specifically is to come along and help us recalibrate our expectations about human beings. Have you read the Torah lately? (laughs) All of those characters are not normal. They are deeply feeling and flawed. They're jealous. They fight with their siblings and parents. They act out of fear. They are certainly not following a myth of normal and yet they also can show immense acts of heroism and courage and generosity and love and faith. In short, all of them are human. And religious thought also exists to help remind us of our inner world and how we can be in touch with it, how to maintain our humility in the face of our pride how to maintain our dignity and self-respect in the face of our downfalls, how to forgive and be forgiven. Unfortunately, religious life is on the decline and secular life is touting some kind of model of normalcy everywhere that only makes all of us feel so much worse. In those moments when our culture takes over and we do not adequately develop our sense of patience or humility or generosity with ourselves, sometimes we even get to a breaking point. We have a breakdown. This pandemic has actually precipitated a lot of breakdowns. Now, a breakdown is the world's surest sign of crazy, right? Normal people don't have breakdowns. Crazy people have breakdowns. But again, de offers a transformative perspective and suggests that a breakdown is not a failure of our growth process, but evidence of our own search for better understanding and even tending to ourselves. Final quote from him. He says, a breakdown is not merely a random piece of madness or malfunction. It is a very real, albeit very inarticulate bid for health and self-knowledge, it is an attempt by one part of our mind to force the other into a process of growth, self-understanding and self-development that it has hitherto refused to undertake. If we can put it paradoxically, it is an attempt to jumpstart a process of getting well through a stage of falling very ill. In the midst of a breakdown, we often wonder whether we have gone mad. We have not. We are behaving oddly, no doubt, but beneath the agitation, we are on a hidden yet logical search for health. We haven't become ill. We were ill already. Our crisis, if we can get through it, is an attempt to dislodge us from a toxic status quo And constitutes an insistent call to rebuild our lives on a more authentic and sincere basis. It belongs in the most acute and panicked way to the search for self-knowledge. So I want to leave you with this last thought before we go into our time for searching out our interior lives. There is one other way You can say normal or standard in Hebrew, aside from that word normali. It's not used very often, most Israelis use the word normali, but it's the word takim, and it sounds a lot like a word you already know, tikkun, you know as in tikkun olam, repairing the world, because they came, they come from the same root, which is to fix or to repair. In other words, one of the words in Hebrew for normal is what you get when you fix something that was broken, takin. In other words, our starting place is brokenness. Sometimes we even need to have a breakdown and then we can takin, we can repair what is needed and maybe even get to a new normal. Although as I've said, normal is overrated. I'm gonna invite you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And as as you take it in, I just want you to embrace with your breath, everything that you are, everything that you're feeling. Let's give our morning gratitude for this beautiful day, a fresh start. I thank you, God, for the gift of this day. <clears throat> and settle into your seat. Embrace all that you are. Maybe meditate on Takim, a mantra, if you'd like. Recognize that we're all starting from a place that's a little broken a little crazy, and I'm joining you in that place. Don't mind the time. All right. I invite you to come back into your space don't hide your face from me I'm asking for your help I call to you please hear my prayers oh God if you would answer me As I have called to you, please heal me now. Don't hide your face from me. I hope you all have a blessed day. See you next week.